1: Welcome to Authentic You Radio and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, Intuitive Astrologer and Numerologer.
0: Hi and welcome to Living Astrology, where today we're going to be talking about the new moon and we're going to be doing some chart readings um, along the lines of the new moon for some people. And uh, I just want to let everybody know, right off the top, I have a little imp with me today named Zeus, uh, a little Jack Russell Terrier who is a pita puppy, if you know what pita means, paint in the bleep. Uh, but he's adorable, but he's a yapper, so he may decide to start yapping during the show. So if you hear a dog barking, that's what's up. Uh I will try to push him out my door and close it uh, to keep it quiet. But if I don't, if I try to do that now, he will sit and scratch at my door and whine, so I don't have the heart to do that to him. <laughs> so bear with me if that happens. Um, today, the new moon is the the main topic, but there are so many things going on uh, up in the sky. And you know, last week we had a little bit of a respite after the Star of David occurred, and then um, this week things seem to be ramping up again. So let's talk about what's up in the stars. The first thing we will talk about is the new moon in Leo. Uh, I love this time of year when the new moon is in Leo. It's just such a bright sunshiny time of the year, at least for us up here in the northern hemisphere, and Leo is ruled by the sun. And so the energy of that new moon is often very fun-loving and creative, and uh, people tend to have a very outgoing, enthusiastic, and optimistic uh, way of looking at the world during this particular time. Um, Leo is the sign that rules the fifth house in an astrology chart, and I call the fifth house the sun house. And that's because the fifth house rules things like creativity and play, uh, joy. It rules children and the energy of child, the, uh, the fun-loving, youthful energy. It rules things like risk-taking and love and romance. So you can see that this time of year with the sun and the moon both in the same place can be very, very satisfying. Um, this new moon, uh, <laughs> I call it, it brings us the woo-hoo. Of life, right, the things that make us have fun it's vacation time for a lot of us it's playtime for a lot of us, and that is uh reflected to us in some of the energies that are um going on throughout our lives however i I have noticed over the last week or so doing quite a few readings in the wake of the star of David uh, that appeared in the sky, that there has been um a, a sort of between what people are experiencing there are those people who are just having a terrible time and who are sort of lost or who feel sort of out of sorts with the energy and then there is the other camp where the people are feeling very energized and enthusiastic and have a lot of ideas and so forth going on so um, you know, the one question that I want to tell everybody to ask themselves is why should you care about what is going on in the sky and I'll tell you why that is because an astrology reading uh, or a chart reading like this can answer some of the questions that you have, particularly if you're in the group of people who are experiencing some um, problems or uh, decisions. You know, we, uh, I seem to get like four main areas of life that people have concerns about. One is health and the body, uh, money, relationships, and their careers or professions. I think almost every one of us have had questions about what's going on in our lives in those areas at some time or another, and that's why you should care, because the new moon, especially in Leo, is a very creative energy, and it is the new moon's uh, effect on timing and the idea of new beginnings and starting something that really brings us the opportunities to move forward. So this is a time, then, where we can be setting intentions so that we can see, you know, if there's something that we want to create in our lives, maybe we are having some issues with relationships. Um, And, of course, the new moon in Leo is about love and romance, and maybe that intention can be around creating more of that for you in your life. And um, maybe your issue is with money. Well, maybe we can come up with some creative solutions for you and solving that that problem or seeing what creative ways or avenues are available for you. the idea with the new moon, of course, and setting intentions is that it puts you in the flow of the energy of the universe and not against it, right? It's like the fish swimming with the uh, current in the in the river as opposed to swimming against it. Um, so when we're in that flow, things seem to work for us in an easier way. And um, so let's talk about some of the things that the Leo new moon has uh, in in terms of rulership for you. Uh, It always rules everything to do with our personal heart connections, uh, the people that we love. So it includes things like romance and our children and dating and love encounters. So the idea of dating and actually creating romance. And um, it also uh, rules things like giving and seeking approval. Uh, As far as creativity, it's about creative projects, artistic expression, um passion leo is a fire sign and the sun is a fire and you have the ignition then of fiery passions and if they can be channeled into a creative direction then you have the awesome power of flow with you to create what it is you want to create in your life um it rules giving and receiving love so it also has an idea about you know how to create joy and to experience joy um encouragement. And optimism, and also the idea of kindness, being compassionate with and loving toward one another. Uh, of course, you can't forget that this is also the time of year, uh, and in Leo, where things like play and fun, parties and vacations, and all the recreational type things that we do—sports uh, or um, just you know anything that we do of a relaxation nature—and In this particular case, we also have the idea that in order for us to move forward, we have to actually put ourselves out there a bit. We have to take some risks. And Leo energy supports that for us moving forward now. So maybe some of you, if you're feeling stuck in your life, it's exactly this energy of the moon in Leo and the sun in Leo that can spur you to some sort of action. Now, in the body... Uh, the uh, moon in Leo, or just the sign Leo, rules the back and the spine. So you might take note if you're experiencing back issues that it may be an indication of some place where you're stuck in life uh, or where you need some you know, expert help to get you through um, some of the energetic blocks that may have been created. Um, the heart is also ruled by Leo, and uh, thing like, uh, things like inflammation, so the generalized inflammation that we can have, all indications of where the energy of fun and play and joy and the youthful energy may be stuck and not flowing. So here's my offer to you, As if you are having problems in your life, and maybe even if you're not and you just want to know where is this creative energy being channeled for you, Um, For uh, this week, from now until my next show, I'm offering you a $25 new moon reading. And it's uh, a 15, 20-minute checkup into your chart, much like I will be doing with some callers on the line here today, that can help you um, find out what direction you can channel some of your creative energies into and maybe even open up some ideas that you hadn't thought of before. Okay. Okay. Um, the other big thing going on in the sky right now is Jupiter is in an opposition to Pluto. Jupiter is a planet that rules growth and expansion and sort of the, um, the wisdom gathering that we do throughout our lives. And Pluto is representative of a transformation, of us empowering ourselves to make the changes that we need to in our lives to move forward and Jupiter's in Cancer, which means that we're growing and strengthening our foundation, our roots. And then Pluto in Capricorn is um uh, exposing the places in our lives that are uh where we've created structures that are unsustainable. You know, for instance, there's perhaps the the uh thought that you've gotten into a job where you have no place to move forward. Uh, or upward, and so you're you're looking at the possibility of having to make a change in that area of your life in order to make a move, uh, so the energy is very supportive of that because when you have an opposition of two planets, there is a distinct awareness of the energies of those two planets, so the idea that we have to create some kind of foundation, uh, we have to have strong roots in order to to grow. And also the uh, Pluto and Capricorn, where there are some things that perhaps we definitely need to transform in our lives. So we have the energy lining up for that for us right now. Um, at this moment in time, there is also a cardinal T square. And I don't want to get people bogged down into these, you know, technical um, things, but let me just say this a T square is uh, two planets that are squaring each other and uh, another pair that are in opposition. So there's three planets involved. It leaves a part of the chart empty. There's an empty sector that there's no energy in. Uh, and when that happens, it's almost the the doorway for us to get out of some of the challenges and obstacles that we might be encountering. And the T-square uh, empty spot for us right now would be in Libra because we have Uranus and Aries filling Uh, one spot, and then Jupiter and Pluto filling the other two. So what do we have the idea of here with an empty spot in Libra? And that in Libra, it's where we harmonize. It's where we bring things into balance. So being able to take a really good look at your life and how it is that you might be out of balance, um, and that may help you solve some of the uh, obstacles and and challenges that are showing up for you. Um, As we get further into August, the planet Venus will be filling in that spot as she moves into Libra. And right now she's still in Virgo, but she will be moving into the spot next week. And that will fill in the gap and actually help us balance everything in a much more uh, sustainable way. So we really have some really good energies going on. And again, ask the question, why should you care? What does this mean for you? And it all goes back to the four fundamental areas of life where you are mostly concerned with, your relationships, your health, your finances, and possibly your career or the job that you have that you're working on and how it is if you're stuck in any of those areas or having any kinds of issues in those areas, or even if you just need validation that you're on the right path, a a reading of the astrological chart can really help you gain that uh, clarity. Now, a T-square also shows us how the work that we have to do translates into a payoff in our lives. So, um, for example, the challenges and obstacles and difficulties aren't all for naught. They're actually showing you something vital about you. And then when we fill in that empty part of that configuration, you can see the way to success. And we all want to be successful, right? We all want to have love. We all want to have enough. We want to be abundant and have uh, a wonderful life. This can help you do that. Um, probably the best news for us Geminis and Virgos is the fact that Mercury is now out of Cancer and has moved into Leo. And it will stay there until August 23rd. I swear it felt like forever that Mercury was dragging itself through the emotional waters of Cancer. And that's because it actually went retrograde in Cancer, if you remember back a few uh, months ago, a couple months back. And So it spent quite a bit of time in cancer in that very sentimental, empathic, emotional, moody sign. And so for me, I'm thinking, hallelujah, Mercury and Leo is really going to get us back to thinking big and and an idea. I actually feel like I've turned into an idea machine over the last couple of days. Don't know where that came from until I thought, oh, yeah, Mercury moving out into Leo allows us to think more creatively and allows us to speak from the heart with each other and uh, to do what it is that comes to us from our passions and our heart. So hallelujah, Mercury and Leo. Now there's also some interesting things going on uh, from the astronomical standpoint. Uh, I was really kind of flabbergasted that um, NASA actually, or data from NASA-supported nasa supported Uh, observatories indicates that the sun is ready to go through a magnetic pole shift or a field reversal, which it does on a regular basis approximately every 11 years as it reaches solar maximum, the sun's uh, polarity shifts. And um, when that happens, uh, it creates a sort of wave of energy that goes out through the entire solar system, even including well beyond the orbit of pluto so our little sun uh has a wide effect throughout the universe and so you might imagine that its reversal will have some effect here on earth and you know i was doing some research before the show today to find out if there was any correlation between uh earth changes or earth's weather uh when the sun does this kind of reversal and it I really didn't get a clear picture of that, but I would suspect that, um, you know, maybe there will be some interesting things this winter uh, and maybe even to next spring uh, with our weather. Of course, there's always interesting things going on with the weather, right? Uh, Let's see. Next, tomorrow night at sunset, uh, the thin crescent moon will be just south of Venus. Uh, and the sunset sky. So take a look at that. It always looks so beautiful to me when you've got just that twilight in the sky and this really thin crescent moon just under Venus. It always looks so beautiful. You can't miss Venus. She's the brightest thing shining besides the the sun or the moon. And um, take a look. So look in the western sky just after sunset uh, and look for that crescent moon underneath Venus. We are also uh, moving into the Perseid meteor showers. And I know my husband last night told me he, in just like 10 minutes he'd seen five um, meteors. And I, of course, missed them all, but he did not. And the Perseid meteor shower is caused by Earth's passing through the tail of the comet Swift Tuttle. And those per- Perseid meteor showers will peak around uh, August 12th and 13th, so Monday and Tuesday of this week with 100-plus meteors per hour possible. And I don't know if you guys are sky watchers. I know I am because, of course, I have a deep interest in the sky. But it's so beautiful. And sometimes if it's quiet, you can even hear them as they sizzle into our atmosphere. It's just quite the sight. Uh, They will come from the direction of the the constellation Perseus, which from where I am in northwest Washington is kind of in the northeastern sky. Um, pretty high in the northeastern sky. And um, uh, Perseus is the reason why they're called the Perseid meteor showers. Now we also have Saturn in the evening sky just above the waxing crescent moon, Meaning, waxing meaning the moon is getting bigger. And so Monday and into Tuesday you'll be able to see Saturn just above the crescent moon. So once you locate the crescent moon, look just above it, and that bright gold star is actually the planet Saturn. And in the morning sky, we have a trio of planets that are visible now, and that's Mars, Jupiter, and Mercury. So if, you look to the, if you're up early in the morning, look to the eastern sky for the, those three planets. Jupiter will be the brightest, Mars will be less bright, and uh, Mercury will be much less bright, but you'll still be able to see it. All right, so that was a lot going on, and here we are now. It's time to do some of the readings that I wanted to do for people. Um, I'm going to see if Tom is on the line. He is the first person today that gets his reading. Um, I'm going to ask Jeffrey, can you bring Tom on for me? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Tom. How are you doing?
2: Hi, very well. Yourself?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, I recognized your chart today and actually found uh, all your birth information. So uh, I think I last talked to you, it must have been, you know, March maybe. Yes. And so uh, I think at that time, weren't you trying to sell your house or something? Was that when you were first putting it on the market?
2: Uh, in March, we were trying to buy a home.
0: Buying a home, ah.
2: Yes, and so far we're in the home. We have a mortgage. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: We're renting to own. Mhm. And um
0: but you were you were, your question was, and maybe I misread it, was when will the house sell? Is there another house oh, that you're going okay. to sell?
2: No. When were huh. we buying it? When were um. we going to buy it?
0: Oh, maybe that's what it was. Okay. Well yes. I I was really interested in your question, Tom, because Your uh, new moon, Leo, is in uh, the fourth house of home and family, uh, but it's also the house of real estate. And so I often see a lot of emphasis on either remodeling, redecorating, buying or selling property when uh, there's a new moon that begins in this part of the chart. So uh, I don't know what it is that you would have to accomplish between now and the time you would actually buy the house, but it seems like the efforts that you put out now would really pay off for you in being able to do that. Because not only is the sun and the moon in this part of your chart, but also the asteroid series. And she's sort of the mother goddess energy, and she tends to uh, really bring us to a place of comfort as it relates to home. So are you? do you uh, see this house as a very comfortable place? Is this where you want to stay? Yes. You do? Okay. So then, because the new moon is very much about setting intentions... It seems like a really good thing for you to do here then would be to set a powerful intention with uh, I'm assuming it's not just you, you have a wife, girlfriend, somebody that you're living with there? A wife, family. A yes. wife
2: and child. Yes, okay. We have a so
0: so you know with the the three of you getting involved, I don't know how old your child is, but you know, if they're old enough, get them involved in this too and make this a sort of fun exercise for you all to um kind of set the intention for how you want this sale to go through. Um and when I say, you know, fun, it's because this is the energy of that, you know, childlike enthusiasm. And if you think about it, what do children do really well that we as adults forgot to do or forget to do? Laugh. And that, yeah. Pretend. Play. I'll
2: pretend, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the word pretend is, you know, if you break it down, you've got pre, the uh, the prefix meaning before, and tend, which in Latin somewhere along the line means having so before having or before reality. So if you guys can get yourself into a situation where you're pretending that this has already happened, that this house is yours and that your mortgage is set and that you know these are the plans we have for redecorating, the color of the walls, the carpeting, the flooring, get all of the senses involved even and that, because that kind of stimulates your passions. And, Leo, being a sign that is related to passion, of course, you want to get all of that uh, into your intention so that it becomes very real for you. Okay?
2: Yes, definitely. We've, We've done a lot of that already.
0: Yeah, good. And I would just say keep that up. And, you know, even if it looks glum, even if you don't know how you're going to do it or if something obstacle-like comes up, don't let that get you down. You just keep holding the picture of you guys are the owners of this home and this is what it means to our lives, you know. We're going to raise this child here. Um, By the way, I always pull a card before a radio show just to see what it was going to be, you know, what the overall theme is. And I, right. I mean, I almost had my jaw fall on the floor because I drew it from the goddess deck and I drew Lakshmi, which in this particular deck by Doreen Virtue is Bright Future. And she says, stop worrying. Everything is going to be fine. So that's my message to you about this, Tom, is not to worry about anything around this. It's all going to be fine. Your job is to create what it is that you want out of this. Now, you have support with this as well, by the way. The planet Jupiter is still in the sign of Cancer, which rules the home, which rules the house. And it is uh, in a very favorable position for you right now as it's moving through the very last few degrees of your second house of money and will be moving into the third house uh, for a longer period of time. And all that is to say is that all of the things are lining up for contracts to get done correctly for money to be there when you need it. You just have to keep in the um positive vibe of what it is you're trying to create. Can you do that?
2: Hmm. Oh, I can do that going back to the house of money, I applied for a job, and I'm hoping that that goes through. Does that look prosperous?
0: Um, what kind of job did you apply for? Can you tell me like uh...
2: it's um factory work, I guess you could call it okay. Um, Or a large company
0: Is it something that you really want to be doing?
2: I have to do it It's the only thing up here
0: Oh, oh, because where you live, you mean? Yes Okay Um, Well, here's what I see I see the planet Saturn moving through the sixth house of work The workplace And um, Saturn is often a planet that brings up stuff that's in our way so I would really take a look at what would be in the way. What might the thought process be for you about not getting the job? What would that be? Um, is there a fear around not getting this job, not being good enough, number one, um, or being in competition with other people for the same job? And really clear that energy from you, right? Just make sure that you're, you're the one who's in control here of what it is you want to create, right? Put yourself in the seat of power. Don't let those fears overtake you. Um, Are you familiar with uh, the idea of being the observer? Like your mind is always thinking, but there's a part of you that can stand back and observe, right? The real you, your soul. So when your mind gets to, to talking and yakking at you about, oh, you're not good enough or you can't get this job, there's too many people applying for it, it's too far away, whatever it is, you know I don't know if those are the things coming up for you, but whatever comes up, stand back and take the, the position of being the observer. Don't get yourself attached to the things that are, your mind is thinking. Because if you do that, then you create that, right? But if you stand back from that and just observe it, um, it will eventually just go away. It'll just fade off uh, because you haven't attached yourself to that. So, and that's an important thing to keep in mind because people think that we're just manifesting things by what we think, uh, or what um, you know we could change, you know, what we think by doing affirmations and so forth. But there's often this chatter going on and an emotional connection we have to what it is we're thinking about. So, taking yourself back you know, become the observer and watch the mind, don't be the mind. Does that make sense to you? Okay. It sure That'll be does. very helpful in you. Okay. Yeah. And there's a really excellent book right now that you could probably get. Um it's fairly inexpensive and darn it I cannot think of the guy's name that wrote it, but it's called The Untethered Soul. And I wanna say his name's Michael Carter, but somebody maybe in the chat if you could give me his name if you happen to know it. Um so I can let Tom know the name of the author, but uh the book is the Untethered Soul. It talks a lot about how to do that. So you can take command of what's going on in your um in your life and in your creations. Okay? Yeah. Is
2: there anything else in my chart coming up I should be aware of?
0: Oh, that's a loaded question because there's so much going on out there. Um, Nothing that I would say is crucial to you. Um, You know, remember, I think we talked about this back in March and so forth, that Pluto has been moving through your house of rebirth and regeneration and transformation. So uh, your life is going through a bunch of changes. And don't get upset by that, right? Because remember, Pluto in Capricorn is letting go, uh, having us let go of the things that are not sustainable okay? So if you see things that are passing away or moving out of your life, that could be relationships, that can be friends, that could be jobs, it can be almost anything, chances are there wasn't something sustainable there to hold it, right? There's no solid foundation. So allow that energy to transform and just move and flow through it. Um, That would be really the only other thing I think that you're, um, you're working with. I will tell you one other thing though. Neptune in Pisces, for everybody. This is for everybody. But it happens to be in your house of vision and goal setting and aspirations and things. So using your imagination like I told you to do with the new moon is very powerful right now. It brings a lot of opportunity to create from that imagination to create heaven on earth. Right? So keep that in mind. Okay. All right, Tom. keep me posted on how things are going just shoot me off an email you obviously have that and um you know keep me posted on how things are going i really like to to you know see how people are progressing
2: okay thank you very much
0: you're very welcome tom thank you bye 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 now okay it looks like next i have susan in the queue is that right susan are you there i'm here hi janet Hi, sweetie. How are you doing? We'll find out, <laughs> won't we?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, we will. You know, I um, I was looking at your chart just before I actually uh, went on the air because you're one of the people that have a lot of planets in Leo and also in the fifth house because, you, you know, your chart, the way it lines up is that your arising sign is in Aries, and so your chart lines up like the natural zodiac lines up, which means it just sort of gives... Uh, more energy to uh, everything that's going on for you. And I know we talked about that before, but um, when the new moon comes around this time of year in particular, as the new moon comes into uh, Leo, it's hitting several planets that you already have by birth in that part. And then in the fifth house, that's ruled by Leo. So double-double uh, energy hit here. So, cool. I mean, this is a fabulous thing because what it does for you is really gives you a lot of creative juice right now. A lot of creative juice. And, you know, you don't want to squander this energy at all, right? Let the ideas come in. I, you know, maybe get yourself a little notebook, Susan, and all the whacked, up, whacked out, all the the ideas that come in, whether they're uh-huh. wacky, whether they're practical, I don't care. Write them down
3: because okay. you don't
0: know. You just don't know which of those wonderful, wacky, creative things may actually pay off for you uh, later on down the line here. Okay. And um, you know, I, I've never done this myself, so here I am telling you to do something I've never done. And I have a lot of planets myself in Leo, but I'm going to do that because I'll tell you, I have been like this, uh, like radio tower for ideas lately. So do that. Let's and let you know. I talk to you on a regular basis anyway, but let's check in and see what each other's ideas are. Just do a little check. Okay. In.
2: That sounds good. So I think good. This is a
0: really. This is really an auspicious time for you. Now, in, in um, the new moon for you, because you're in the fifth house, it's all about creating from a place of joy, uh, creating from a place of love and romance, and uh, that the, the possibilities are endless for what this may mean for you as you go down the line here. Um, don't let yourself get disheartened by anything that's going on, right? Anything you see. Much like I told Tom, remember, don't let your mind get in there and monkey with things, just step back and just kind of observe what's going on with the mind, because it mm-hmm. can take you down a sinkhole if you don't. And um, oh mine doesn't do that, Janet. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> I know it does. I know that, because, because mine you. does. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and, you know, for you also, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but if we didn't, um, the fact is Pluto is sitting at your midheaven, the midheaven is the very top of the chart. So for you listeners who aren't familiar with the terminology, the midheaven is what we would say is at the noon position in a chart, and it's the most elevated um, place in the chart and holds the most power over the chart. So as a planet, particularly one like Pluto, goes across that point, you can expect major changes and, and major transformations to occur in your life. Um, And, Susan, the midheaven is the dividing line to the 10th house of career. So this is where I see a lot of big changes coming for you. So maybe, um, you know, devoting a a chunk of your energy in this new moon to creating opportunities in the career house uh, would be really supported for you right now. Okay? Um, At the opposite end of the the sky – Uh, underneath the Earth, if you will, what would be the midnight position, uh, is the planet Jupiter. And Jupiter in Cancer, remember earlier in in the radio show I was talking about how uh, Jupiter is growing and expanding our roots, right, helping us to make a better, stronger foundation, you know, helping us use wisdom in making choices as opposed to just willy-nilly, you know, running off in all directions to do whatever it is we think we need to do. And for you, as it's powerful in uh, its position right now, it means that you have this real ability to, to draw from your uh, experiences from the past to create a very strong uh, foundation for your future. So keep that in mind as you make choices uh, coming up, you know, in the next several weeks and months. Okay. Um You know, Jupiter will be here for a little bit. Pluto is going to be on your midheaven for a long time. So don't expect tomorrow a complete transformation. Expect it to be over time. And I would expect after September 20th, and your birthday is September 17th. So you're looking at after your birthday, uh, Pluto will go into forward motion again. So you'll see things begin to show up in the outer world that are a reflection of the inner changes that have been going on for you over the last couple of months while Pluto's been in retrograde motion. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Yes. So so don't worry and fuss and get you know, into fear over anything that you might see that isn't happening, because it will, right? As long as you hold fast to your creative energies, you know, what it is that you're trying to um, accomplish in the world, then then all is going to be well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, very, very good energy. And, you know, remember Venus now in Virgo came through Leo just a a few weeks back and, you know, set off this tide of um, love, passion, romantic energy um, that hasn't culminated yet for you. So do not give up on love. Do not give Uh. up on creating the life that you want to live, a passionate um, life. Well, you know where I'm at with that. I know. That's what I'm telling you. Do not give up with that. (laughs) Remember, the card I drew was Lakshmi, bright future, stop worrying, everything is going to be fine. And I'm sure there's more to it if I actually read the whole card. But uh, I think that she says it all in that one, you know, two words, bright future. So create it now. It's yours to create.
2: Cool. Thank you.
0: Yes, you're very welcome. No, Um, I'm just, you know i'm I'm just right there i I have
2: noticed
1: for many many years, about a month before my birthday things do tend things just pop out of nowhere good things
2: opportunities situations people just seem to come
1: out of left field um still waiting for that to kind of show up, but also. Am on track with some of the things that we
2: were talking about and moving forward with.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember too, everybody, uh, that Uranus is also in the mix here this week. You know, it is, um, it has been da- dancing with Pluto uh, several different times over the course of this uh, year and last year, creating real opportunities for change and for transformation. And the fact is, it is still in the mix creating things that happen out of the blue and kind of when you least expect it okay so so do not give up that's why I say just don't give up keep it up keep up what you're doing uh and and call your favorite astrologer when you get down and that way I can you know pep talk you back up good thank you all right you're in it for the long haul girl it doesn't happen overnight this is a little bit longer than than um you know what uranus would would do pluto is a little bit longer term, so. but okay. you're, you're the creator. Right. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Do we have Patty? Hi. Patty, Patty. Hi. Hi. How are you today?
3: Good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, and if I had your question right, it was a financial question, right? Yes. Like what's going on with your finances? hmm Okay. So um, I have a couple of questions for you, though, first, before we okay. move off to the financial. Can you give me what's going on in your, uh, let's talk about your career or in, in whatever it is that you do in the world. What, what's going on for you right there, right now?
3: Well, I've been healing from cancer for about three years. Um, I haven't been able to work. Uh, I'm on income assistance and just really trying to survive.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you're ready to switch that from survive to thrive, right? Exactly. (laughs) Ah, very good. So, um, you know, here's the reason I ask you that question is that I noticed in your chart And I circled it in red um, cause mm-hmm. Each of you got your chart hopefully mm-hmm. um, Up in the uh, upper left corner Is Pluto conjunct Mars In your 10th house of career and profession uh, your, Actually your, your authority You know the authority that you hold The power that you hold in the world And Pluto and Mars Holy cow that's such a huge Combination of energy It can be at once explosive And create change in the blink of an eye For instance Uh, I don't know where you are in your healing process with cancer, but what if you went to bed tonight and set an intention that tomorrow you woke up and you were perfectly healthy, that you were free of any kind of uh, ills or health uh, problems? That's the kind of energy that's coming with Mars and Pluto, or uh, yeah, Mars and Pluto in this, is that you have the authority, right? You're the authority. You're the person that is inhabiting that body. Mm -hmm. So with that comes the ability to uh, create whatever it is that you want. So create health. Create opportunities. You know, Pluto is still retrograde and will be for another couple of uh, weeks until we get into, I think it was September 17th. No, that was Susan's birthday, September 20th. And once it begins moving forward, it's also going to hit your destiny. And your destiny sits in the 11th house of vision, hopes, and dreams. And so what a better way to um, start thinking forward uh, than to sit down and create uh, a plan for what it is that you want to be doing. Who do you want to be? Because remember, it's not all about doing in the world. We're human beings. So who would you like to be? And create that person. Your new moon is actually in the sixth house of the body, um, the health sector of the chart. It's also the house of work and service, but because, you know, possibly you've had a health challenge here, let's talk about its effect on the body. Um by birth, your Pluto is in this house. And this new moon, although not sitting on top of Pluto, mm-hmm. is still giving energy to the whole idea of transformation in your health, okay? Wow. And remember what we said earlier about the new moon in Leo. It's about what do you want to create. It's setting the intention of playing with it like children do, right, that pretending that all is well. You're pretending, trying it on for size. I also also like the word embodying for Mm -hmm. this uh, kind of moon because you're embodying health. That's what you want, right? You don't want to be sick. You don't want to die from some disease. You want health. And so that's how you go about setting that intention. You're pretending or you're embodying what it feels like to be completely healthy. You know, spend some time with your imagination, you know, remembering back to the times that you, you know, didn't feel sick, when you had a lot of energy, Um, and try that back on for size because it's a choice right right, right? It's a choice mhm and um and it's so very powerful for you right now because the next stop the moon made after it was new was at your pluto so it really opens the door for that for health for you
1: nice oh,
0: yeah so what is your choice going to be that's the key um the other thing that's really interesting for you is that you're in a saturn return and you know sometimes we astrologers say Saturn return and you know people who know better you know they shudder because it can often be a a time of change. And indeed this is happening in your house of death and rebirth. Very rarely does anything going through the 8th house actually literally mean death, but it does mean a change, right? A transformation. And when you have your Saturn return at this age, you are opening yourself up to reducing the load on your life. What can I let go of, right? What can I let go of? And Saturn in Scorpio holds on to a lot of baggage if you're not careful. So what baggage are you holding, right? Emotional, grudges, relationships, old patterns, old beliefs. What is it that you're holding on to that you're willing to let go of now during the Saturn return, Mm
3: -hmm. right? Oh, yeah.
0: Um, you know, and, and I'm not saying this as like you're bad or you did something wrong. Not at all. Life just happens, right? And through it all, you manage to hold on to some stuff that is no longer true for you.
1: hmm
0: So, uh, you know, they say, and I'm not necessarily a healer in that way, but often cancer is coming about because we can't find joy and pleasure in life, right? It, it, it's just something that, you know, life has been hard on us. hmm so in this case, then, what you need to do is look for the ways to be joyful. Look mm-hmm. for the ways to have play. Go hang out. with Do you have grandchildren or children?
3: Well, yeah, but they're living uh, far away, so I don't see them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you can go to a park uh, where children are playing and where there's that laughter and that, mm-hmm. that very youthful um, kid energy. Uh, or if not just... You know, if you are someone who meditates, get yourself into that kind of feeling of that uh, childlike energy, um, that youthful dynamic, because it's very powerful and very healing for you. Mhm. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I take. Uh, yeah. I have i do- um, I'm looking after my friend's dog, and I, I I take her out to the park a lot. And you know, she's just so good company, and it's really grounding. Yes and that's where i find my peace a lot. you know, it's not joy, but it's 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 really being centered for me and and just being in that that place of zero point. uh that's where i find my peace.
0: yeah. and and there's nothing wrong with peace, right? <laughs> we yeah. need peace
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and if you
0: can't get to joy right now, that's okay. Just mm-hmm. keep moving up the ladder. What comes after peace for you? Well, maybe then it's happiness.
3: Mm-hmm. And after
0: happy, maybe then you can get to joy. I mean, there's this whole, you know, spectrum of energies. And, yeah, maybe it's too much to say that you can jump to joy today, but that doesn't mean that that's not possible tomorrow based mm-hmm. on an intention that you're setting to get yourself there.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally right. I believe that. And I, I know what... Um... I know what's in store for me and it's it's beautiful. Uh I'm just uh making my way there <laughs> I, and I I, I know my my calling. Yeah.
0: Yes, good girl. So make yourself uh get that, you know, find the pathway to health and to healing. Um animals are awesome little healers by the way. And mm-hmm. uh just being in their energy can often be healing, right? Soothes the soul. Mm-hmm. And um that's what you need. A a full soothing let go of stuff, though. I'm telling you, Patty, that's going to be a big thing for you, just to let go of stuff. You know, hurts. Um, and you don't have to answer this out loud, but often when I find a planet in the natal eighth house, there have been abuses in the life, um, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, etc. Somehow, you know, that's happened. And in that, then, we often feel uh, marginalized somehow. We don't feel good about ourselves and that could be the root of all of this for you and just putting peace and forgiveness around that experience if that was part of your experience this lifetime uh will be a lo- will take you a long way toward healing as well
3: mm-hmm. wow well, see i don't um i don't know that that's happened to me i might i might have altars, though. like i wouldn't be surprised mhm
0: mhm it's hard to say exactly if it, you know, for sure, is the it can be self-abuses, right? Because, you know, sometimes I think we're our own worst enemies, you know, we're the ones beating ourselves up.
3: That's true, yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> and um, your destiny, by the way, was in Capricorn. And in Capricorn, it's all about success and, and you know, being financially well off and, and, you know, being sort of in control of our lives. And if you haven't felt in control of your life, if you haven't felt successful, you might maybe have gotten into a situation where you're beating yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. So yes. love yourself. Right. Yes. Use the power of Leo to love and love yourself.
1: Okay. It feels
0: a lot. hmm All right, Patty. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, and I wish you the best health. And uh, if you need any help or any um, kind of advice, you know, on how to to create an intention, just email me at janethickox at hotmail.com, and I would be happy to help you out with that.
3: Well, thank you so very much. I really, really appreciate this. You're um, welcome, Patty. God bless you. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Have a great day.
3: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Who else? Do I have an Erica out there? Erica, Erica, hi. Hi, Janet. How are you?
1: I'm well.
2: How are you? How's your day
0: going? It's going. Good. So you, my dear, have an exciting chart as well, Uh, very similar to Susan, who I talked to a bit ago, uh, who has uh, a lot of planets in her fifth house. Your chart doesn't line up the same way as hers, but you have a lot of planets in your fifth house. And you have Leo on the rise, which means your personality is sort of imbued with some of those Leo characteristics. And, um, you know, it's interesting in your chart because I see that it's a challenging sort of chart. And I did, I heard you on Michelle's show earlier today talking about the numbers. And uh, I'm sitting there shaking my head. You couldn't see me, but I was shaking my head going, yes, yes, listen to Michelle. Uh, But also, Um, knowing here that you have a lot of opportunity because you're sort of in a self-revolution right now. Um, And that's because your new moon, in fact the sun and the moon were in a conjunction in your first house. So it's affecting you personally. right? It's affecting you in um, your viewpoint, how you look at the world, how you interact with the world, kind of the personality that you want to take on now. So if you choose to then you could really choose to resonate with that very creative, loving energy uh, of Leo because that's, that's, you know, fundamentally who you are, right? That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Your son may not be in Leo, but fundamentally, you know, with a rising sign in Leo, your characteristics are very much the playful child. You can resonate with that kind of childlike energy and enthusiasm. But on the rise, Leo can sometimes also um, cover up an inferiority complex um, or a lack of self-confidence. And so that may be something that you are overcoming right now with this new moon. Now, this relates to uh, all of these planets that you have in the fifth house, um, which I circled in red on the chart if you're looking at your chart. First of all, your destiny is in this house and your shadow, or Lilith it's called, or black moon Lilith, is in this house, as well as Neptune and Ceres and your galactic center. So kind of some esoteric pieces, if you will. There's no real physical um, planets in this area, but more of the esoteric things. For instance, your destiny in the fifth house is uh, pointing you into a life following your passions, following your Mm -hmm. heart right? That's what your destiny points you in. However, it's difficult. I think this is funny. People who have a Leo destiny or who have their destiny in the fifth house have the most trouble finding joy and pleasure often in their life and following a passionate life. Um, It's almost like something in them holds them back, but they are definitely supposed to be doing that. So your choices in this lifetime should be about what makes me feel good to do. What does it make me feel good to be? So if you're faced with decisions now, it's real easy, or it should be real easy for you to make a choice, right? You've got two things. If you're looking at all things being equal, if you're looking at two options, um, how does it feel when you put them on, when you try them on for size? Let's say you're looking at two different jobs, right? One job has um, uh, a certain set of you know, circumstances and maybe uh, pays better than this opposite one. But the other one, somehow you have an affinity for it. You feel your way into that one. By by some circumstance of the heart, you feel called uh, more to that one. Well, I would tell you that you must act on that impulse as opposed to the more common sense approach, which your Virgo son might talk you into, <laughs> um, into to the one that uh, pays more money. Right? That's... That's a right. very logical thing for someone to do. We are sort of, um, by our culture and by our society, we're sort of cultivated to, into making those kinds of choices, right? The better job is right. the one that pays better, <clears throat> has the better benefits, et cetera. Who cares if you're unhappy there? Just go spend your eight hours a day there, get your paycheck, come home, et cetera. But that's not going to work for you. No. Right. You have got to make choices in a different way. You have got to feel your way into it. And when you're able to do that, Erica, you're going to see the effects uh, all across your chart because it just sort of boomerangs everywhere here. You see, if you're looking at all of those red lines in the center of the chart, they're all connecting to various parts of the chart. Right? Mm-hmm. You can just sort of see one lead <coughs> to the next, to the next, and down and back again. So when you have that kind of flow going, if, let's say you get into a a spot where you're not feeling very uh, enthusiastic or optimistic, then that's sort of reflected to you all around your chart and all Mm -hmm. around your life. So if you just change that to being childlike and enthusiastic, optimistic, loving towards yourself and toward the world and just meet everything head-on as in, remember, bright future. Stop worrying. Everything is going to be fine. That's the message I was given today for, for this this call. So keep that in mind because then you're passing joy around your life through all the areas of your life. Now for you, this is very, 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 very important. right? You've got to remember this one. Because mm-hmm. Jupiter, the planet of growth and expansion in Cancer, is moving into the 12th house. Jupiter is in your chart, in your chart specifically. Jupiter is the ruling planet for the sign of uh, Sagittarius, which is the, the sign that rules your fifth house where all those planets are circled in red. That means that what Jupiter's is next going to be doing is creating opportunities for you to release fear or limitations or any kind of patterns that you've developed that are not healthy for you. There's my little imp barking. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, So did you get all that? Yes. That, you know, Jupiter's pulling into an area of your life where you could really take a look at the self-sabotaging behaviors you might have um, put out there into the world, your ways that you have limited yourself by thought and word and deed, and where you may be not your own best friend. So it's very Mm. important that you remember what I'm telling you as far as choose from your passion. Choose what you love. That's the important piece. Let go of that mind chatter. Let go of that logical. I mean, I'm not telling you not to be logical because there is a place for that.
1: Right.
0: But it's, but it's not the overriding way for you to make decisions. You might have to overcome your sort of Virgo and um, leaning because <laughs> you know it, it does serve you in some cases, right? If you have to. Right calculate, analyze, you know, critically think about something, then that sun serves you well. But when it comes to matters of the heart, you know, what do I really love to do? What do I really want? What do I desire? Then that logic can talk you right out of it. Air on the side Mm -hmm. of the heart. Go to the fire energy. Right? So, any other questions? (laughs) I (laughs) I didn't really give you a question.
1: (laughs) Actually, I do have a question, though, because... Part of the reason why I, I guess I have had a hard time um, following my heart is because I have real financial concerns. And so, you know, that's when the Virgo steps in and says, you know what, you don't want to work 14 hours a day, but you have to because other than that,
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you won't your be son, able to dance. <laughs> yeah, your son is in the second house. And the second house rules money and resources. So here's what you'll have to do. You're going to have to take a look at what you value because the second house is the house of values and self-worth. Are you not worthy to have a job that pays more where you work less? Right? Maybe right now you just have to agree, okay, Erica, you're going to have to work 12 hours a day uh, and I'm going to allow that for a set amount of time. But in the meantime, I am going to be looking at uh, forward at how I want to create my life. Not beating yourself up about it, um, but allowing <clears throat> to see yourself right where you are, right now, and that's okay. And moving toward the heart, right? Moving right. toward what you desire. Does that make sense?
1: No, no, no. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's kind of like there's just disjunction between what I like and what, what, I, what I enjoy, mm-hmm. which, you know... <clears throat> You know, I enjoy dancing. That's one of my passions. But actually, outside of working, I'm actually pretty. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> but then it's good. But then I. But then I sell myself for so much so long, that it's like it's. You know those those moments of passion are very small in comparison to the price that I've uh, that I've paid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, which I know I can change. It's it's just more of a matter of <clears throat> meeting, a, a, a meeting a bridge between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think your that's... bridge between the two is the recognition that your um, destiny is to, to err on the side of the heart, right, to create from passion and to remember, <laughs> of course, that you're the creator here.
1: Yeah, no. it reminds me of um, some of the uh, numerology stuff because I'm a, I'm a, fi- a number five person, with, uh-huh. which is of course like self-expression and these different, you know, and those concepts. So it's kind of funny that they kind of, I guess,
0: these two come less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, wow. and uh, you know, five. I, I remember hearing Michelle tell you that you, I think it was you, that you would be an excellent writer. Um, you know, maybe being able to tap into your passion can come at, if you write some things down, you know, journal. Um, mm-hmm. can get Maybe you can get closer to hearing yourself from the heart and not from the logical mind. Right, It's, it's a different set of, you know, skills that we use when we start to write. Um, you know, you're going to have to invoke your imagination, right? The, the playful child energy, the... Um, I remember too, uh, She. The, the, what do you do for a living right now, by the way?
1: I uh, am. <clears throat> I'm working on a temp basis as a
0: lawyer. As a lawyer? Yeah. So is that what you love to do, the law? Is, Hell is no. Something
1: that,
0: okay. And <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to say no. <laughs> but there um, must be th- sorry. especially <laughs> for a dancer, that seems to say that there's more creative energy <laughs> in you than what the law allows. Unless, of course, oh, yeah. you know the judge wants you to get up and dance, you know, for the uh, the jury or something. No. Then you could combine the two, but that isn't going to work usually. So you find another outlet. Okay. Yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. sweetie. I have to go. All I right. can't believe Thank this. You so much. We're down to eighty seconds. You are wow. very welcome. <laughs> very welcome thank you all today for being with us on living astrology i have so enjoyed the day i love doing readings for people and don't forget my offer if you are struggling with something in your life and you want a new moon reading get a hold of me janet hickox h-i-c-k-o-x at hotmail.com and let me know that you want to take me up on the offer of a 25 dollars new moon reading thank you everybody have a stellar week Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at Janet at living-astrology.com Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week.